0: Welcome back to the Sudish Podcast In the last episode we heard how the wedding ceremonies were performed The lama were completed They all had dinner that night And they woke up the next morning Chapter 14 now begins describing how In this last phase of the night In the early hours of the day The dababis were singing Asadiwad In such a wonderful, graceful manner So many of the Rababis were letting the flavor flow Singing many beautiful different dogs. The six listening to it had love in their heart grow. Listening to it, their body was made fruitful. Great amounts of people woke up that early morning as the drums began to sound off. The sound of the drums was pleasing to everybody. Men and women had bliss emerge within them. Then all the instruments began playing, which arose a great resonance. Guru Gobind Singh woke up, and he bathed, adorning clean clothes on his body, a fine distal on his head. With a jiga, a tiara like ornament tied in, which had gems embedded within it. He then adorned a lofty galbi, a plume, on his distad, which stood up high, and at the base of it had a bushel of pearls. Around his neck, he placed a necklace of large pearls, which also had sparkling diamonds embedded within the pearls. There were the nine jewels and navratan on his limbs. It was as if these nine celestial bodies were hanging from his arms. Then around his neck, he placed his bagoti, his sword. A Sikh servant was waving a whisk over his head. And in the congregation, there was a velvet carpet laid out for everybody. A canopy overhead, which had fine gold, silver, and threaded embroidery on it as well. There were many guards at the corners of the congregation, holding staffs embedded with gold and silver. The Guru's uncle, Mama Krupaljan, adorned with fine clothes and large weapons, arrived there as well. He arrived along with the great warriors, the five cousins of Guru Gobind Singh, Sangosha, and all. Their large bodies were as if it looked like the five Pandavas, the legendary brothers from the Mahabharata, Yudhishtar, Bhim, Arjan, Nakul, and Sahadev. Then there were the beautiful Brahmin Deyaram along with ramkor the house of virtue. They all bowed down to the Guru and then sat close to Guru Gobind Singh, staring at him. Then the very large, important masands came. They in bliss bowed down to the lotus-like feet of the Guru, and such a large divan session, court session, now emerged. They were all viewing the darshan of Guru Gomu Singh. Then many traders from the city came as well, clasping their hands together. They placed down offerings for the Guru and grasped the lotus-like feet of the Guru. They were requesting very humbly to the Guru saying, Oh Guru Gomu Singh, you have elevated all of us. You have understood us as your sevaks, your servants, and called us. You have taken us away from the countless obstacles of sin. Guru Gobind Singh lifted his lotus-like hand and blessed his entire congregation. And with great respect, the treasury of grace sweetly requested they all sit down. Then all the congregation got together and said, oh, Guru Gobind Singh, please fulfill our desire. We have all from our respective villages brought money for the Guru. And we all desire to, with this wealth, Feed all the wedding party here. So give everyone one day to feed the wedding party. This is the desire we have in our heart. So when Guru Gobind Singh heard this request which was said with great love, then the plume wearing Guru agreed to it. So the congregation from Sarhand was given the first day, then the second day was given to the congregation from Ropur, and then the third day was given to Hashiarpur. So for many days the Guru resided there, and there was such an extended and large celebration here for the wedding just like how when the wedding party got all decked out dressed up in the same way they remained in that attire and in that vibe for the time they remained there every day there would be just exquisite stunning food there are many different types and the cities responsible would be giving it out to the congregation such delicious rich food there were countless performers there to, to dazzle and perform spectacles performing for the wedding party they would all receive great payment for their acts, including the dancers and magicians and tricksters. Every day there, there was a mela a gathering, a festival there. Whoever was there to see it was so happy in their heart. When food became ready, the wedding party would be called and countless instruments would be played as they went to eat. They would find only a beautiful spot for them to sit, with fine carpets and sheets placed down for all of them. After sitting down, they would go wash their hands, then the servers would arrive and place these plates in front of everybody and they would all eat this delicious food so the cooks made seven types of delights according to mahan kosh here these are the laddu jalebi barfi balushahi, shahi matthi, nugdi and a shakarpara so all of these sweets the seven type of sweets they were mixed with fruit they also had yogurt there with lots of spices in there throwing in some pakoras as well into that yogurt They all ate this delicious food and began praising it. But then the service continued, and the desire to bring out the fine rice as well. There were two types of rice there, one sweet and one with salt in it. They placed many raisins and nuts in this rice, and with great skill, they mixed these into the rice and cooked it. Everyone experienced the six different flavors of food, and they all began praising the beauty. The women at this point of the city all got together, their fine clothes with jewelry and ornaments. They began singing like nightingale birds with such pristine, sweet eyes like wagtail birds, dancing them around flirtatiously. Whatever a good-looking man was there in the wedding party, these women would point him out and start taking the piss out of them, start swearing at them, creating great joy in everybody's hearts. Even though it was a swear, it was a joke, everybody was delighted, everybody laughed. It was a delightful, tasteful time, And everybody there was so happy they all casually ate their food all the servants were laughing and enjoying their time everybody was just in such awe no one desired to get up obtaining such satisfaction they were all saying i've never seen any celebrations like this in our heart we've truly forgotten where we are what time it is such is the bliss that we have experienced here then slowly water streamed down and they washed their hands and mouth then they distributed folded beetle leaf to everybody to eat and everybody's mouth went red then appropriately they gave out money and the grand Guru Gobind Singh then got up. A Brahmin approached the Guru and said oh Guru Gobind Singh the women have this desire that the groom come this way and accept the Shagan as is the tradition of the family and saying this then Guru Gobind Singh went that way where all the women got together. Guru Gobind Singh was laughing and went there in great bliss Guru Gobind Singh, whose eyes looked like petals of a lotus flower. Looking at the extraordinary form of the groom, the women were in joy. They were saying, what beautiful form, such long arms, and their lotus-like eyes are so pleasing. Some understood the groom, Guru Gobind Singh, to be the true Guru, and in looking at him, bowed their head in respect. Some were laughing greatly, lighting up, and some were filled with love, a sacrifice to the Guru. They were saying, just like how beautiful his wife is, Such is a powerful true Guru, and he is just as fine. This couple is equally as stunning. May they live for millions of years. What great fortune she has to be the Guru's servant. She has obtained the fruit of her previous life, the austerities that she has performed. Like the beautiful Tara, the moon's wife, together with such love they look so stunning together. Or like Krishna's wife, Sativamma, who lived with the House of Happiness, Krishna. And in the same way with the true Guru is now Jito. Our Jito looks so glorious and so happy in her heart, just like Sita with temper and how she was so true to her love with him. The beautiful women with stunning eyes were thinking all this and were just captivated, thinking about the form of Guru Gobind Singh. They were saying this when they performed the Shagan, looking at the Guru, they were in such joy. All the women were together there surrounding the Guru Understanding the great glory, the praise of the Guru, they bowed their heads. Then the fortunate mother-in-law of the Guru called over Guru Gomi Singh, who sat in her lap. She showed him so much love, caressing the Guru's head with her hand, praising the Guru, that may no evil eye ever affect you. This is what she was afraid of. All of her friends were sacrificed to the Guru, laughing and singing, teasing the Guru in all sorts of ways, speaking in such a sweet tone, with great love, Guru Gomi Singh, was responding to them and God then understood that Guru Gobind Singh was appropriate. In this way, they got together and performed all the traditions, laughing and having a delightful time. Then, understanding the time, the plume-wearing Guru then left and went to the groom's encampment. Sitting there, resting their back on their throne, he looked so radiant and people were coming to bow their head in front of him. Everyone surrounded the Guru there and it was as if it was the full moon and the family, they were looking like stars around him. Everyone surrounded the Guru there who was like the full moon, and the family that was surrounding them, well, they looked like stars. The congregation very humbly requested, with clasped hands and with great love, that the Guru should remain here in Guru Ka at this encampment. And the true Guru then stayed here for many days, seeing the congregation's love, fulfilling their desires. Countless celebrations and festivities took place here, great gathering continued. The businessmen, the traders were earning wealth there and also obtaining the darshan which made them feel such bliss. That concludes chapter 14. In the next chapter we're going to hear of a story related to a natural spring which was created here in Kalahor. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.
1: Guru. <laughs> खिजो अहंकार तर्फी बह गया छरा ऐसे
0: में खबे हो सब संसारा राजा साहब जितने नमोसी सारा सच्चे सरवर बाज नहीं कोई कटने को मार के प्यारे